That's the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we are glad in it. And we are into this Thursday with some good stuff in front of you. I'm going to announce it early. We got Dr. GNP, Dr. Graham, and she's going to talk taxes and pretty much a lot of other stuff. Um, and we are excited about where she's going. We're excited about what's going to happen today. I want you to keep the world in prayer. Keep all of those in Turkey and Syria um, as the lives of going through their situations over there and us trying to rescue and help rescue. So keep them in your prayer. Don't worry about the religion. Just keep them in your prayer. Do your job in a seat. And because um, somebody might have been crossing over to um, the other side. Uh, we want to also, um, we want to keep in prayer. Um, I have to have my one joke. We want to keep in prayer. I still think Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Amen. So we want to keep LeBron in prayer and all of those that believe fully in him. And amen to the rest of us simple saints. Amen. Um, you keep um, the neighborhoods and the people in our government um, in your prayer. They can find money for every country but their own. Amen. So you keep everybody um, lifted up. And we look forward to some exciting things happening coming up. Hey, y'all, this is going to be a full weekend in preparation for the Proverbs Principles um, Conference. And that's going to be on Sunday. It's going to be all day on Sunday. Um, so make your plans, get your things together, and um, get ready for some great speakers. And um, some of those speakers are just phenomenal men and women of God. And their stories are just great. Their stories are just great. A amen. And um, in those stories, we have, I think, five, um, five or six speakers. And we have two authors. And Dr. Graham is one of those authors. And she'll be signing books and things on, on that day. And we look forward to it. Amen. To her. Um, being in the midst and doing um, <laughs> doing what's best, which he is teaching y'all how to do right by your money. Amen. She has a great book about survival, perseverance, and spiritual growth. And I thank God for the path she has taken. Um, one of the speakers is going to be uh, Mr. Dean. And we look forward to Dean. Dean just looks slick. And he, he looks great. And um, he looks suave. On the flyer, we thank God he's going to be dealing with um, seeking God's will and um, phenomenal man. When I tell you a man that love God, love Jesus, and he is fire, fire and plus fire. He's ready for all coming about Christ and waiting on the coming of him. And then we have uh, Mark and his wonderful wife, the Whitaker family, and they will be um, telling once again their story. We're talking about the testimony. I love that testimony. I can hear it a thousand times. It's the way he tell it in um, what his wife does with um, being by his side. And we look forward to that. That's going to be phenomenal. And that afternoon, I think around 2 o'clock, we're going to have Mr. Eugene, Dr. Eugene, uh, Dr. Eugene Wallace, amen, and he's going um, to be dealing with um, examining Proverbs, the process and the power of really um, putting yourself in a position to be a mentor, 
amen, and being able to bless somebody. He's known. Y'all might not think he's known, but my God, um, he is known, and he has done wondrous work, and we look forward um, to that wondrous work going forward. So we got some great lineup. Then there's um, the dual author with Dr. Graham, amen, and, and she's going to be working strong, and um, I'm looking for Ms. Harris to tell us something we didn't know before. Amen. Give us a new insight on some great things. And so they're going to be doing a book signing starting around 4 o'clock. It's going to be great. I'm going to be enjoying it. I'm going to be there. Um, this year, I'm going to try to break out of my norm. I won't have a pencil and paper. I'm going to have my pad and, and my, my, my pencil for my pad. I'm going to try to break out this year and try all of this new stuff that's coming upon us. I'm going to try it. Who's going to, I'm going to break my norm, and we'll see what happens from there once I break that norm. And, and then we'll just go from that point. Um, what we're going to do right quick is we're going to have a, a wonderful commercial. Y'all know my usual. We're going to have a commercial with Dr. GMP. And after we come out of that commercial with Dr. GMP, and after you had time to reflect about what I said about LeBron, amen, we'll come back with her, amen, on here um, with us on It's His Time. I call you blessed. Hey, after this commercial, We'll be back with Dr. GNP. All right, let's go. Hi, my name is Dr. GNP. That's Dr. Graham and Purpose. And I'm here to advise, teach, and govern you in the areas of business, finance, and leadership. As president of Utilitarian Financial Consulting Corporation, I build custom solutions using 20 years of experience and leadership research to identify the source of inefficiency. From household corporations to global corporations, I am committed to help save time and money so you can focus on serving your family and community in excellence. Let me, Dr. GMP, be the catalyst to your next level elevation. Contact me to schedule a free introductory consultation. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Drinking some honey. Hey, um, she did say she'll catch up with us. <laughs> she called me in the middle of drinking some honey. I thought I had a couple of more seconds, but I didn't. Good afternoon, Dr. Graham. Glad to have you, Dr. GNP. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, sir. How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> I am doing well. I am doing well. You caught me. Um, well, not you, the engineer caught me. Um, I thought he could see me. Um, I was taking some home some hometown honey. Um, mm -hmm. It was given to me by Shakila Coleman. It's a new type of honey. It was made right in Kennesaw, Georgia from a bee place. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try this honey and see if this bee is the bee of all. <laughs> all right. Amen. For those that don't know, Dr. Graham and Dr. GNP is phenomenal in about 200 areas. And we look forward. She's a great author. Um, she's a lecturer. She's also a professor. Um, and she's also a mother. Um, she's an educator in so many levels. Um, she's an economist. Uh, she's an accountant. And um, she can tell you everything you're doing wrong concerning, concerning the IRS. And um, and she's good at life coaching. And she just carries a lot of attributes in her and in, in her life 
And um, we we already let her know that we're going to hit her hard coming out the box. We're not going to play today, amen, because we got one of the best on here, so we're not going to play today too much. Uh, Dr. Grant, we were talking earlier about all this stuff with the IRS and them, t- <laughs> them telling us to delay on filing our taxes. Now let's talk about how do you feel about that, Dr. Grant? What do you have to tell the people about should they not file their taxes? I, I don't agree that you should not file your taxes or even wait. Uh, the word of God says to have your lamp trimmed and burning. Um, so you need to move forward and behave as, you know, and file as of the 15th, 17th, whatever that original date is. Um, their in-house issues and delays for what they do has nothing to do with um, our responsibility as taxpayers. Did everybody hear that? Go ahead and pay your taxes. What is better? Well, what is better? What um, would it be since they're making that request? Should everybody um, still electronically file or should they go old time with, with, um, with the paper? Or what do you think they should do? You still should electronically file. Um, if anything, if the IRS, um, their inbox is going to be full. Um, which is what they're trying to avoid because they have some things to work out on their end. But again, that has nothing to do with you as the taxpayer. You do your job, you file electronically, and then let their workflow be as it may. Amen. Her answers be so quick and to the point. Uh, all right. Now, I was reading, they said that a whole lot of states are having the same problem with they have not paid, um, they have not caught up with who they should pay from a year ago, and some of them said from two years ago. Is that a reality? It is. Um, in in order to help people get through some of the COVID and the COVID bounce back and the economic hit that people did by, you know, by losing um, work and losing income, there were a lot of extra credits that were given that were refundable on the state side that at the time that you took them, they really you really didn't need to prove that you qualified for it. Um, well, that's coming back, just like with the PPP mm-hmm. loans, it's coming back to, to bite the government. Um, so now they have to take their time, take a step back, and really approve and reevaluate um, if those people who took those credits actually earned those credits um, before they can issue any more money out. And then what do you do if you issue a, a refundable credit to somebody who didn't qualify for it? Well, then you have to pay an extra expense to try to get that money back from them. Ooh, can they charge interest on top of that if you did not um, deserve that credit? Yes, there's interest, there's fines, and depending on the dollar amount, you could go straight to jail without paying $200. Wow. Okay, if you're listening right now, you might want to get your books in order or get your passport. So you want to consider <laughs> um, what you're doing with your taxes. Um, let's let's talk about that then. If it's from state to state and the government also in state to state, um, me and you talked about this earlier. I thought it was interesting. Could we also have a problem with government funding? Do the government have money? Um, they could have money. They could be overextended. Um, I don't know if it's common knowledge, but one of the ways that the government generates income is to lend money to other countries as a result of war or goodwill or whatever the case may be. And then they fund um, their endeavors based on the repayment and the interest. 
Um, well, just like with anything, if those payments and interest are not coming in timely as per agreed, then that puts daily operations in jeopardy. So that could be one of the things that we're facing is that the government is not reaping the income in the timely manner that they were expecting. Um, so they're having to make adjustments. Hmm. And they're making them. Lord have mercy now they're making them. Um, we're, we were talking before about major changes. Uh, are there any major changes in the tax code this year coming up that um, our regular listeners and hearers um, should be knowing about in any form? Um, most of it is just there's really nothing major, major going on. Um, you really have to be in specific areas in order to reap some of the um, deductions and the special things that they have going on. Um, but your everyday taxpayer, it should be business as usual. And as long as you're being honest and being transparent about what you're reporting, you should be fine. Um, it's when you're diving into areas that you don't know anything about, or if your accountant is doing things on your behalf that you're not sure of, that's where taxpayers get into trouble. Because at the end of the day, even if you have a tax preparer or a CPA, your name is on the bottom line as the business owner or the tax preparer. So it's up to you to do your due diligence in having those conversations with your preparers and your CPAs to understand what they're doing on your behalf. Wonderful. Um, how crucial is that CPA for those who have businesses? Um, would it be a preferred to be a part of their business startup to get it at the beginning or would it be preferable that, they try to take on that endeavor um, just in case we have any first time businesses this is our first year filing. What, what do you prefer that they do? What would be the, the best practice? Um, it's whatever your budget can hold. Um, so CPAs are usually more, um, they have a higher cost. And I've said this before, they have a higher cost because they sign documents that they will go to jail on behalf of your company or you if that is the agreement. Um, if you're not doing any business that requires anybody to maybe go to jail, um, then you can save that cost and just get a regular tax preparer um, or do them yourself if you you can um, if you need teaching or training um, to be able to do that. Um, but it's not always necessary to get a, a CPA right out of the bat. Um, if you have a complex business that's growing fast mm -hmm. um, or you're making a lot more revenue than you anticipated and you're having to keep track of, of money coming in and what's going on, then a CPA would be helpful um, because they would have the knowledge and expertise in your industry and in your field to be able to help you manage that properly. What were the... What with our alternative, I don't know if people still do it. I know you can download like the H and R Block and uh, what is it, Tax Cut, and all of the other ones. Um, I don't know all the names. Um, would those be advisable for regular people with a small business, um, self-employed, and all of those things, um, or would it be just just walk through the process with the IRS? <laughs> Well, those most of those programs are for people who are W-2 employees mm -hmm. that don't really have a whole lot going on. Um, if you have a business of any type, whether you have an EIN or not, but you have a business or, heaven forbid, a side hustle, um, you really need somebody with the expertise to help you because understanding your expenses and understanding what's viewed as a personal expense 
versus a business expense is very, very crucial. And there are people who have been fined and gone to jail time because they took a trip somewhere and it was a business trip, but there were more personal expenses than business. And if you don't understand those differences, those are they're heavy fines um, attached to that. Um, so most most of those downloadable programs, if you if you have a very, very simple return and not a whole lot going on, um, then those are for you. But if you have a business or you have um, a lot of children or, you know, multiple W-2s and multiple just a very complex return, you own a home and you have all this other stuff going on, then you really need a person of expertise to, to look at that, to make sure that you're getting the best bang for your buck and you're leveraging your tax dollars properly. Well, praise God. Praise God. Um, just so everybody know, how long is, because some don't remember, um, how long have you been doing taxes? I've been doing taxes since 1996. Lord have mercy. <laughs> You've been doing taxes a while now. All right. A long time. Long it time. It is a long time. People don't realize it is a long time. Um, how do you feel about, because um, I know right now we're in a funny financial time. Um, should people be taking a big risk on investing on the tax backside? Because uh, I know right now on some of the things, when it gets around to the end of the year and the penalties and, and withdrawing and other things and, and transferrings and other things, there's a tax side, a penalty tax side. Would this be a great time, excuse me, to endeavor or would this be a great time on the tax end to just um, keep your life simple? Um, I say keep the life simple. It's whatever your heart can hold. Um, if you're a big risk taker and it makes sense to you, trust God, go for it. Um, but if you're more conservative and you're trying to hang on to your pennies and being risky is not something that you want to do and you want to hang in there for the long haul, um, then, then hold on to it and, and take safer um, routes. Me personally, I would rather pay taxes on the front end when the dollar amount is smaller than after it's graduated and got into the larger numbers and you're, then you're withdrawing and it's, it's higher. Um, you're paying more money in taxes. Um, yes. That just, but it depends on what you're trying to do. It just depends on what you're trying to do. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm getting into the questions um, that's been given to me. Um, it's been wonderful. Um, I got about 30 questions that have been sent. I'll start asking you some of those. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, here's one of my usual brother in Christ. Um, if you have a business and an EIN number, but didn't generate any revenue, do you file taxes or just the annual registration? You do file taxes. One, you want the um, IRS to know that you were operating your business even though it was at a loss. You can also take your expenses, so everything that you poured into your business to make, it, to make money, um, even though you didn't generate income, that's still a tax deduction. You'll just have an operating loss for that tax period. All right. Um, that's a blessing. Um, for those who don't don't know, hey, man, you might end up better trying to operate and didn't get anything. Hey, man, I've learned from a couple experiences, um, profits come with a cost. <laughs> they come with a cost. Um, next question um, that's asked here. Um, I receive back from my school a 1098 every year. What am I supposed to do with that 1098? 
So there's two 1098s. So there's one that states how much money um, or student loans you took out to pay for classes. And then there's one for the interest that you repaid when you were repaying your student loans. So there are line items um, in the deduction section where you can put those things. All right. Um, they just added another question to it. She was wondering, um, do you file that federal and state? No, you file them on the federal. Um, if there is a line item, depending on what state that you're in, you could get a tax break for being enrolled in school, but that's state specific. And if you live in Georgia, you're not getting that opportunity. I'm so sorry. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to get most of these questions in. Another question here. Um, they applied for school and received it while working a job. Is there a tax break for working and being in school with the same company? No, the only benefit that you would have um, on the company side is if your company reimbursed you for your education. Mm -hmm. um, but from a tax perspective, you don't get a tax break if you're working and going to school. Um, the only benefit that you would have would be on that 1098 for the money that you're putting into taking those classes mm -hmm. that can reduce your taxable income if it's on that statement. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, let me ask this just from a, a different side. Um, when I last, when I was at Georgia state, I was under the V program for veterans mm -hmm. and they never would let us file anything under that V program. Um, have they made any changes from that, um, whether you can file from the military paying for your school or um, because I know some people was getting that and they was getting a little money from the school. Mm -hmm. And um, could you talk to us about that or whether we what should be done concerning that? Um, I'd have to look into the recent changes on that. Uh, but in years prior, if you were getting um, so on your 1098, there's like a scholarship line item. So money that you would get from the military and other scholarships that didn't fall into a direct payment would fall into that scholarship line. Mm -hmm. um, if the veterans program did not want you to file what you were getting from them, mm -hmm. I'm not really sure how it doesn't benefit the taxpayer to do that. So I'm not really sure what was happening on the veteran side um, that they would make that request. I didn't understand it at the time either. What, what mm -hmm. the request was for, I thought maybe it was just doing some background. Um, Cause I know sometime if veterans, um, if veterans got out um, with a disability out of the military and they get a disability check cut to them on a separation from the military, they will get a tax. There was a tax on that. I know there's a tax on that. Um, and sometimes veterans forget that when they go to apply for the VET program, that tax becomes into place. It does. It yeah. adds to what's going on, and the government's going to recomp that at the end of it. They do. They start recomping it, it on the veteran side. Um, I'm going to try to get some more of the questions in. Um, mm -hmm. um, what is I the beginning? I will say, if you do have that, excuse me, sir, if you do have that question, I would talk to your tax preparer and let your tax preparer talk to the program to figure out what's best for you as a tax preparer, because that the, that will not benefit the tax preparer, the taxpayer in any way. Okay. All right. 
I, I like that. I like that. I'm going to have to store that one. Um, could you talk us through real quick about um, children, a beginning parent? I know we discussed it before. Look like we come to this question again. A beginning parent, they want to start saving for their, their, their child's education, starting to store for their college. Um, mm -hmm. Could you talk about um, the programs, tax programs, the approach of that beginning parent saving for um, their child's education and college fund? So they have a lot of programs. They have about 20 something programs under the 529. Mm -hmm. And basically they are different investment options. So when you're looking at saving for your child's college fund, you really have to have the mindset of a 401k or an IRA, because basically the dollars that you're putting in today, you're expecting it to have X dollar amount at the end of the 20 or 15 years or whatever the terms that you put in. Um, but there's also a risk factor in there. Um, they try to put things in place to protect um, that you only lose so much um, that you don't lose everything. Um, I know when 529s first came out, it went horribly wrong because they put all the money in the market. The market tanked back in 2008 mm -hmm. and people mm -hmm. lost all of the money that they put in. Um, so now they put measures in place um, to reduce the risk. Um, but you just have to be mindful and have a mindset of this is an investment plan and it's going to fluctuate with the market. And so you have to hold on to the to the long game. Um, there's also regular savings accounts and money market accounts and other traditional savings that won't yield a higher um, return on your investment, a higher interest rate. But again, it just it all depends on what your heart can hold. Yeah, yeah that's good right there. That, that's really good. Um, I think sometimes what the difficulty is but, um, believing in the market. And and believing where um, where the market's going to take, you know, I'm an investor, so that market sometimes can be crazy from period of time. If you, I like that you have always said for years, whatever your heart can take. I've been hearing you say that for years, because um, that that does something, you know, when all of a sudden you just follow up and realize um, there's been a major shift in the market that hits your your chest a certain kind of way. I've been there, and I'm trying trying to say it in a way where I don't divulge certain things, but um, thank you on that. Oh, can I sidebar for a second? Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of shift in 401ks right now. Yes. Could you expound <laughs> on what's going on with 401ks right now? And is it still prominent or is it losing its luster? It's, it's losing its luster and it's based on company operations. So the market is doing crazy things, yes. Um, but each company and how they operate Every, every company is different. So just to, just like you have a personal relationship with your doctor, your accountant, you really need to have a solid understanding of what the organization is that you are putting your money into because you're building a financial relationship. Um, if you are not confident in that financial relationship, then you really need to assess that relationship and see if you can find something that's um, more palatable to you. Um, because it's all about the long game. If you're investing now for 40 years from now or retirement, you have time to wait out mistakes, to wait out the market. But if you're looking to retire in three years and the market's doing something crazy and your investment is not um, 
yielding what mm-hmm. you had hoped, you got to make some changes. Major changes. And and I'm seeing um, in its own kind of way because it's amazing watching watching people feedback and say thank you for that question because they're starting to look at it in their jobs and 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 just to invest and know exactly where you located at that moment is getting scary in its own right as we get into a place as um, a current a country that's making so many dynamic changes in this capitalist system that is not good long term. Um, mm-hmm. I know they're pocket filling short term, um, but that's not always good long term. Um, mm-hmm. It's like enjoying yourself seven days in a row on um, ice cream Sundays. Um, long term, even though you enjoy yourself, uh, <laughs> it's going to hurt you in the greater scheme of things. Um, do you think in five to 10 years, we will have a new form of investing in some sort? Yes, I think we're going to have a lot more independents and smaller companies that are willing to invest differently. Um, I'm seeing a, a little bit now, I saw an app, if you've been to the movies lately, um, there's an, a new app that's encouraging people to to invest with them. Um, I have not researched mm-hmm. them but um, I, I will make time to research them, but they, their claim to fame, as it were, is that they have non-traditional methods of investing that is profitable. Okay. Wow, yeah. Let us know when you have it. We would like to look that up. We would like to look it up and pass it on because um, those new techniques broaden the knowledge base. Also, it changes the mythology of that we normally go through of keeping our, our country in debt. Uh, we are heavily in debt at the moment. Um, I'm not going to be political, even though it has fallen on my heart to be political, um, to just wonder, does China own enough of us to fly over us? But I'm going to stay. <laughs> you know, it just hit my heart right there. Does China own enough of America where they can fly anything over this country they want to? And we really can't say anything. We can, you know, we can raise the sabers and beat the drum. But we really can't stop anything because uh, if they fly it over the, par- the property they own uh, called America, um, th- we just can't do certain things. Uh, but uh, that's just me. That is not the views of, um, of Dr. Graham. That's just Dr. GMP. That's just uh, Pastor Pulliam talking. Overseer Pulliam running his mouth for a second. Um, do you have any last tax tips you would like to give um, to our listeners of It's His Time, something that's going to help them on their day-to-day or, or their life? Um, my, my business owners, and I'm seeing this in large corporations as well, you should be talking to your accountant or your CPA or your tax preparer on a regular basis. You really need to understand what your expenses are doing, where they should go, the different categories. Um, if you have an accountant that's taking care of your monthly reconciliation for you, don't leave it up to them sit down with them every month and go through those line items, making sure that you understand the fluctuations from month to month Mm -hmm. and year to year. Um, Food goes up, expenses go up. A lot of supplying materials have gone up and it came out of nowhere. So all of a sudden things that would take, you know, a week or two to do some, now it takes months or even years. So just understanding that from an expense and P&L perspective, 
Um, that way you're not caught off guard. That way, if the IRS comes calling, you're not surprised when, you know, your CPA, have, heaven forbid, they're stealing from you or they're not paying your taxes and pretending like they are. Um, in the case of Steve Harvey, his CPA was pretending mm -hmm. to pay his taxes, but wasn't. He was validating the checks, but he wasn't validating the actual P&L statements where the money was coming in and out. So um, protect yourself. Understand what's going on in your company. Thank you, Dr. Graham. Thank you so much. And to everybody who's been asking questions and I want to thank you for your continuous text messaging. Dr. Graham, you have been phenomenal, as always, answering the questions, presenting um, really the straight and narrow view um, of what their heart can handle and uh, being sure that we continue in the, in the narrow way of God and doing things in excellence and giving the Caesar what belongs to him and walking in the way of God. You know, I wish we had more time because I would like to talk about old tax when did tax actually begin for certain things um because if caesar got a tax and jesus paid him why is the church nonprofit? but i'm not going into that today and, amen i'm gonna stay a little out of the vein of some things and i want to thank you for what you do for heaven's harvest ministries and your continuous of excellence with us and keeping us online and keeping us um, on in the way of God. To all of those listening on today, um, it's his time, had tax time with Dr. G and P. If you ever want to just reach out to her, I think we've put our information out there so much um, that you know it. Um, but with those tax questions that you have during this tax season, don't delay, y'all. Um, if you just look at the ticker here, we know that her email address is there for you. Her website is there for you. And being sure that you don't miss the tax deadline that we talked about, don't miss the deadline. And if you just wonder when the deadline is, there is the IRS website. Um, don't click on it too much or they have your IP address. But I'm just saying, amen, don't <laughs> click on there from your bank account. <laughs> amen. Um, I call y'all blessed. Um, as time go on, do not hesitate to reach out to Dr. Graham. Do not hesitate to ask the questions about anything, your business, small business, um, in corporations, LLC, sole proprietors, whatever your business is, reach out. She has a vast, wonderful grouping of tax knowledge, business knowledge um, that's undefeatable. So we look forward to this tax time um, growing. So the tax season will be over shortly, but we'll be talking to her a couple of more times before the season is over. Amen. And so we can touch in some other ways dealing with nonprofits. I'm already setting the stage for the next one. Nonprofit organizations, how to approach that tax wise, um, how to formulate, how to organize and how to put it in place with some other things of being sure that you are law-abiding in your structure. I call y'all blessed on today. May the grace of God rest, rule, and abide with you. Thank you, Dr. Graham. We truly appreciate you. We look forward to hearing from you again. We'll give you a week or two off, and then we'll bring you on back before you head on out and travel everywhere you're going to travel. And we thank God in advance for our engineer. We don't have all the words up there that the engineer is this and uh, all that. We just 
that's going to do it. He's doing everything, so we don't need to break it up and put his name in 10 places. Um, I'm Quentin Tate. And to all of the listeners, regular listeners, those who are part of this, we love you. We call you blessed. Keep reaching out. Keep writing. When you love something like something, just say, I love it and I like it. We are on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and subscribe um, to It's, it's Time. Enjoy that. I think well, I'm, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to do like this, right? Then you hit the button. And and become a subscriber, and you will receive all the notifications when we'll be coming on. And if you just want to holler at Pastor Pulliam, you can just reach me, T Pulliam SR at it's his time dot co. And we look forward to some great things. All right, I call you blessed. Heaven's Harvest Ministries. I'll see you tonight, Amen. And now Ferretta, and I look forward to great and mighty things that God has for us. Thank you again, Doctor Graham. I call y'all blessed. All right, bye bye. I love you too much to forsake you I want to bless you and embrace you You gotta come to me cause I don't chase you But I suggest you choose me but I won't make you That's how you get your breakthrough Cause I really needed it Felt your present out that I'm finally obedient Thank you for your love